Here we are again. I am Blake Walker, one of your hosts today, with Brian Phillips. Hey, that's me, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's, it's just us, Brian. <laughs> it's just us. Rest in peace, it's Joey's so, internet. I know. It's so lonely. It is. <laughs> we'll get through it, though. There's, It'll be just like old times. There's three of us. You, me, and the listener. Hello, listener. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, E3 just happened. God dang E3. Two weeks ago. It, it's here before you know it, and then it's gone. Just like Immediately. That. Yeah. Yep. We're going to kind of break down a couple things. Not like last year. Last year, we did a little too much coverage on E3. We're going for a broader scope this year. A broader scope this year. Okay, first question, first topic. Games from E3 this year that aren't what you previously thought they would be, given like prior marketing material or maybe like a trailer last year at E3 or anywhere in between, whatever. Um, Just games that showed this year at E3 and you were like, huh, okay, Mm -hmm. that's not at all what I thought it was going to be kind of thing. Mm Uh, well, I knew that they were going to come out with... They had to come out with a Pokemon game sooner or later. Like, yes. It's it's one of their biggest IPs. It's it's one of their things that you have such a huge culture of. You've got the the OG players who are core Gen 1, you know, 150 slash 151. And then you got the new players <laughs> who are getting into it for the first time and don't care if it's just Gen 1. Uh, yep. <laughs> so you... The, the mentality is eventually they have to do this giant open world style game. And instead, the thing that was pushed primarily was Pokemon Let's Go. Mm-hmm. With the, the two different versions, Pikachu and Eevee. Uh, it looks like it's a combination between Pokemon Go and regular Pokemon, but even the regular Pokemon seems to sacrifice a lot to the Pokemon Go aspect. It's like they yeah. are really trying to merge the two worlds that they've now created in that aspect. For sure. And and that's exactly why it kind of took me by surprise was, you know, when I saw the trailer for it, it's like, okay, it's, it's a new style of Pokemon game that interfaces with Pokemon Go. You can transfer your Pokemon back and forth. Cool. That's, that's a cool idea. And then they show it at E3, and it's like, well, the Pokemon you encounter in the wild, you actually capture like you would in Pokemon Go, and you don't actually battle wild Pokemon at all. You use things like berries and stuff like you do in Pokemon Go to kind of gain their affection and then start tossing Pokeballs at them with your Joy-Con. Which was a huge part of the game. You know, having that the wild Pokemon walking through the grass and then battling to be able to grind up your Pokemon to higher levels to fight trainers. Now you're stuck just battling trainers. It's kind of cool. I hope that in the future iteration of Pokemon, the mainline Pokemon games that we get, we actually get this feature where you can actually see the Pokemon roaming around in the grass and stuff like that. um, Instead of just wandering through a little patch of grass and little, little squares until you 
finally run into something and then just wondering what it's going to be. It's like, no, like, look, there's a Pikachu running through the grass or there's a Caterpie sitting over here. Or you see just their, actually just their ears poking through or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> see, that'd be good. That'd be funny. I uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I'm still going to get uh, the EV version, I think. That's the one I'm going for. Um, yeah, Team EV for life. Yeah. Pikachu's overrated. Pikachu, I mean, I, I do like Pikachu, but yeah, you're right. Like, Pikachu has, has gotten too much attention mm-hmm. since the beginning. <laughs> so There's so much EV possibility all the way. EV. Oh, yeah. You got like 3,000 evolutions, so. <laughs> uh, I think the biggest example of I is no idea what it even is is still Death Stranding. Death Stranding, <laughs> yeah. We still have no answers. Yeah, with Death Stranding, I mean, we even, I had spun up a little, like, bingo board for each conference, and one of the squares was Death Stranding still makes no sense. Yep. Like, the <laughs> Death Stranding trailer makes absolutely no sense. And uh, I, I definitely put my little bingo token down on that one, because, as well, we got more information and actual gameplay. It's still, there's too much Kojima in it mm-hmm. right now, where it really only makes sense to him. And maybe the dev team, maybe the dev team, maybe. And they're, they're just know. smiling and nodding, you know. They're, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah sounds, sounds good. Yeah. Oh, you Time travel? Time, yeah. <laughs> tiny baby inside your body? Sure. <laughs> so I think um, one thing that people have been talking about since the trailer aired is um, they mentioned in the trailer that if the beasts touch you, it creates like this giant explosion, but it also like sends you. Um, forward in time so far that you die or something like that. Sure. So the theory is the baby that they carry around with them is actually a clone of themselves. Mm-hmm. So when that actually takes place and it advances you that many years, the baby becomes you. So yeah, the baby actually becomes uh, your new playable character as you, as a new clone of you that's grown up through this time rift um, instantly. It's weird. It's just weird, man. I'm all I, I think it's awesome. Like it's super weird. I have no idea anything about it. It reminds me of the movie The Fountain where you're just not meant to understand any of it and the, everything's <laughs> thrown all over the place. But sure, yeah, let's dive into this experience. Let's see the insides of Kojima's brain. <laughs> like you, it's you just I can't unsee it. <laughs> it. I think this may be like Kojima's magnum opus because oh, they, yeah. he's been talking about like retiring, you know, mm-hmm. after this one's made, he's got the studio established, he can just step off and just let it go um knowing that there's a place making games within his vision you know um i don't know death stranding looks cool um but i'm gonna move on because we got a lot of stuff to talk about oh yeah we do uh okay the one uh the one that of course i'm gonna talk about is halo yes new halo oh man so watching Watching that trailer initially, uh, Microsoft conference opened with it. It was, it almost, I thought it was live action for a couple seconds. Yeah, me too, actually. Um, it, it looked really, really real. <laughs> and it keeps panning across all these like beautiful vistas and it says like game engine, you know, demonstration. So they're showing off like all these like technical marvels they can pull off with this new engine. And then it gets to the point where you see, like, the inside of the Pelican cockpit with, like, a poster that says, like, fight for her. And it has Earth on it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this this is a Halo trailer. I can't even believe this is a Halo trailer. And then, uh, yeah, at the end, it zooms out, shows uh, Master Chief in his classic armor. 
which is something that um, a lot of people have been pushing for. Yeah, the OG yeah. armor. The OG armor, which technically the armor in Halo 4 or 5 is the same. It's just a different art style. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's pretty drastically different, though. Yeah. So, we'll see how they handle that. They're returning to the old art style that Bungie created. It's kind of a hybrid between the two. Um, yeah, so no information on it yet. It's just coming, and I'm super pumped. That's And it's taken... This is Halo 6, right? This is Halo 6, yes. It's just so this is called the next Halo one. Infinite. Yep, and when they came out with Halo 5, um, they said... You know, this one's called Halo 5 Guardians, but at some point in the future, we're going to get away from the number and just start doing subtitles yeah. uh, for each entry. And it didn't take them long. <laughs> so Next one. Halo Infinite. When does the Bioshock Infinite crossover happen? <laughs> Hopefully never. <laughs> <laughs> he takes off City his helmet. We see his face for the first time, and it's Booker DeWitt. It's Booker DeWitt. <laughs> An entire franchise goes down in flames. <laughs> two, two franchises. It's okay. The Lutest twins will just uh, cycle the timeline and make it go over and over again until it happens how it's supposed to. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm throwing that into this category because I didn't expect it to even get announced again, really. Um, and the fact that they're taking it in this bold new direction was something I just never would have anticipated. Uh, but I'm extremely happy. Even if we have to wait another two years for another Halo game, they needed a new game engine so desperately that I don't care. I'll wait because it's it's going to be great. And it's coming to PC. Yes. Oh, yes. That's the that's a oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> ah, bud. <laughs> oh, bud. I'm that's exciting. Like, because if they're bringing this to PC, they got to bring everything else, you would think. Right. You would think. You would think like that's that's got to be a cash money remaster down the line that they go. Oh, yeah. By the way, the (laughs) ultimate Halo edition, everything remastered to in beautiful 12K on on your PC (laughs) because it may be that long before it happens. But could be. I don't know. I'm hoping for it. Guess we'll have to wait on that one. There's no telling. Um, Do you have any others? In this category? Uh, there's... Do you want to talk about Ghost of Tsushima? I figured we'd include that as a list of samurai games that are apparently happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one... This was just my own personal thing, because from last uh, last E3, Ghost of uh, Tsushima, I thought was some kind of modern military shooter for some reason. I don't know why I came away from the conference thinking that. Yeah. But then when the trailer showed this year, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't that game that I saw last year uh, that I said I wanted or whatever. Uh, it is. And it, it looks great. Mm-hmm. Like, gra- the graphics look incredible. Gameplay looks really good, really solid. Uh, looks like it'll have a solid story. I have zero interest in playing it. Uh, That's kind of my kind of my vision on it. So. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. That's just me, though. Personal opinion. Sure. You were you were all against Destiny 2. Now look at you. I know. I'm an addict. <laughs> I think all Destiny players are to a degree, though. Yeah. <laughs> it gets you. Digs it grabs you by the balls. Yeah. Doesn't let off. Let off. Doesn't let go. Uh, okay. 
So our next topic is games that are getting a massive marketing push, something they are just pushing hard, um, even like through E3 or outside E3, but are definitely going to flop. I got a po- I got a, I got an opinion on one Do of it. these. Fallout 76 is going to be garbage. No. No, no. There's wrong. So, it's not. <clears throat> I get it. It's Fight. it's the Fallout equivalent of TSO. Or yeah. No. Uh, Elder Scrolls it's totally there. different than that. Well, it's 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 they look and they see, you know, um Elder Scrolls we were able to make Elder Scrolls work with online what do we need to do with fallout to make that happen i just it it, i don't see it landing for very long here's here's what i think it would have to do to be successful i guess we're just talking about fallout 76 now (laughs) so this is kind of how i'm looking at it elder scrolls online is the elder scrolls universe shoved into your typical like MMO outline mm-hmm. and released as a totally different game. Sure. Fallout 76 was actually a Fallout 4 mod that Bethesda was making to implement multiplayer and then they said, "Well, we can make this into, into a strong game. game." Sure. So it's based around like how you would actually traditionally play Fallout instead of being on a totally different system, which I think is a good thing. If they had just put Fallout into like an ESO type like outline, that would have sucked. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, think I agree that with that. anyone would have played that. Now, Fallout 76 has potential to be terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, I totally agree. Like, if they don't nail a couple key things, it's not going to be successful. And I think the one thing they've got to double down on is role playing. Because but I don't see that happening. Well, We'll, we'll see. I think the fact that there's only like dozens of people on this giant map instead of hundreds of people or thousands of people. Yeah. Like if you're talking about 24 people on a map four times the size of Fallout 4 mm-hmm. and they're all grouped into groups of four people, that's only six, you know, little groups of people around the map. I think that you may not come into contact with them real often, but then I think they should implement some sort of some sort of role-playing element where people that want to be merchants can be merchants where they sure yeah don't have any combat ability but they also can't be attacked but they are players like, like maybe that's how they balance like it that. yeah yeah and they just they wander the wilderness and they trade with real players and you have a real life interaction with a merchant because it's a real person i think that'd be cool so maybe maybe it's just a mentality thing maybe i just need to shift my thinking about this game because what comes to mind when i'm looking at this game is more of a a a faster paced rust or seven days to die you know where you're you're in the world and once you're dead you're dead you know yeah but if it if i think of it more along the lines of like a 3d uh, first person Age of Empires yeah then I think it it has more appeal to me because then then it's well I, I love you know the the empire building aspect and then you go and you fight other people I love that part of Age of Empires why mm-hmm. maybe maybe it would really work well in first person but if it's if it's a uh, resource management just 
if it's that that gross grindy uh, stuff about rust and seven days to die and all those that mm-hmm. just those things don't appeal to me at all. Oh, me either. Like having to like find food and water mm-hmm. and stuff like I don't think that that's in the game. I hope not. I don't think they added that. <laughs> that needs that I can't use to die. <laughs> Yeah, I hate it. I hate that so much. And that's never been a thing in Fallout. Like, it, it shouldn't start now. Right. Like, Fallout 4, it's plenty difficult to survive <laughs> with other elements in play, mm-hmm. let alone having to worry about that. But I don't know. Only time will tell on that. Uh, another thing I think they should do is actually implement, like, player-created factions, maybe. Okay. That they could join where multiple groups could, like, team up under a certain banner or something and maybe create like a large compound as their home base and then other players could come and try and take them out or get the nuke or whatever it is. Um, I don't know. I mean, they're going to do multiple, multiple betas. They said before or not multiple, they're only doing one beta, but they're going to take a lot of the feedback from the beta to change things because if people don't like the game, no one's going to play it. Mm -hmm. So um, they said they're really going to really uh, depend on that beta pretty hard for this game. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. We do have some other games. We do. That <laughs> are iffy on a, on their success. <laughs> yeah. Um, rage, man. Yep. I, w- I don't get it. <laughs> I want it to be good. I just I just want to enjoy it, but I, the first one was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. This is a sequel nobody wanted. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever asked for. I've never met anybody who's like, oh man, you ever played that Rage? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I picked it up for four dollars in the Target bargain. Yep, bin. yep. <laughs> you know, um, Rage One was lackluster. It had its moments, but it was just meh. Yeah, and it had a terrible ending. The only thing that was good about it was John Goodman. Yeah, I was going to say, John Goodman uh, was my favorite part of the whole game. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, nobody nobody needed this game. Nobody wanted this game. I feel like there is a certain group of people out there right now that are like, yeah, man, Rage 2. I don't know who those gamers are. I don't know any of them. But they're online. I see people like, oh, Rage 2 is my favorite favorite game of E3. And I'm like, <laughs> that's, that's what you're going with? <laughs> Where are your standards, man? Like, come on. <laughs> It's it just does. It looks so bland it, to me. And it looks like it's just Borderlands and I guess, you know, Doom Wolfenstein mechanic thrown in there. And yeah. <sighs> with like the gore. Yeah. It's like Doom's gore. Yeah. And yeah, Borderlands like fighting mechanics and open world. Mm-hmm. And then Mad Max is driving. Oh, yeah. That was the other one. Mad Max. Yeah. It's yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not looking forward to that game. I won't be buying it. Yeah, I'm just really curious to see the reviews of it when it comes out. And of course, there's uh, yeah, Terry Cruz's <laughs> video game. <laughs> Terry Cruz the video, the video game. game. Crackdown three. Yeah, it's, it's been delayed for like four years straight now. Yeah, and now it's 2019. Is that when it's coming out? February 2019, February. I believe, is the final release. Um, Whether it's done or not, we're throwing it out there. They better, because at that point, they're only going to have like half as many people that care 
as previously cared oh, yeah. about this game because it has just been way too long. It's been way overhyped every time they bring it to like E3. Yep. And then they're like, next year. <laughs> it's it's coming. Yeah. But is it? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I never liked the Crackdown games. They're not my kind of game. But like I said, and, you know, we've talked about this before. We have friends that are just like, Crackdown. Like, yep. love Crackdown. And I don't know. I'm curious to see what they would think about this, if they're still hyped or if they just don't care anymore, you know? Then along with Crackdown, one that was no surprise that was announced was Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, yeah, great. Yeah. We know everything there is to know about this game, I feel like. Just just put it out there. And it got it has a release yeah. date, I'm pretty sure. It does have a release date. I think it's 2019 as well, beginning of the year. And uh, yeah, do you think it's gonna flop though? I don't uh, think it's gonna flop. I don't think it's gonna flop because they the big surprise announcement to me was that it's on Xbox. Like yeah. that was a hardcore PlayStation exclusive game since mm-hmm. the beginning, and now that they're branching out, like everything's up in the air. I don't know what's gonna happen. Like just <laughs> now, you gotta bring it to PC because I'm not buying an Xbox. <laughs> Yep, I mean, I think uh, that might be a good move for them because at this point, like, the number of people that own a PlayStation that would have been buying it Mm -hmm. are probably a little bit lower. Mm -hmm. So take a little extra time, port it to Xbox, and expand your potential player base, probably back up to where it used to be. (laughs) There are definitely enough people who have been PlayStation people who have switched over to Xbox and still want that experience, but... It's been, they, they've waited way too long to put that game out. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Um, all right, we're going to move on here. Next category is games we expected to show up at E3 this year that didn't. Now, this list should be much longer than what I have it here, but I'm, I've only put a few notable ones uh, for myself in there. Mm-hmm. But are there any that you can think of that you wanted but didn't get? There were quite a few that showed up that I was hoping for, but were kind of long shots, like Mario Party? Like, heck yeah, man. Friggin' Oh, Super Mario Party, dude. I cannot wait for that game. Like, I, I'm I'm ready to play Mario Party on Switch. Like, that feels right to have it there. It does. Did you see that crazy stuff where they put the two tablets together? Yeah, it changed, it changed the course completely. It changed the level. Yeah. Like, it's, cr- it's nuts. That's insane. It's nuts. Technology, <laughs> friggin' 2018, y'all. It is crazy. The Switch is, hands down, one of the coolest devices I think that's ever been made. The number of mm-hmm. things it can do that it's capable of, like, beyond just being able to pull the thing out of the dock and put it back in seamlessly and play it in three different variations. Mm-hmm. Four, if you count, like, taking the Joy-Cons off and playing multiplayer with each one. Mm-hmm. Like, nuts. This thing is nuts. And... I don't know how it does what it does mm-hmm. where they were like just drawing a line where they were connected and then it sets the course up that way. Blows my mind, dude. Nintendo, Nintendo's on it with just developing crazy, crazy tech for their crazy peripherals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but the one that you were expecting that we are, <laughs> you, oh, oh, I feel like, I feel like you were like, this has to happen, man. There has to be it here. My sodium level's rising right now. <laughs> uh, Splinter Cell, dude. What the hell? Where is it? It's hiding. Where's, where's it's hiding? Yeah, it's in the shadows. It's in the shadows. 
Oh man, I am so disappointed that Splinter Cell was not at E3 this year. Like, come on guys. It's been since 2013. Holy cow. 2013, I think Blacklist came out. And that wasn't even a Splinter Cell game that I really wanted. Yeah. Like, it would have been great if Michael Ironside had been Sam, and Sam was the age he was supposed to be. It had actually fit into the continuity of the franchise. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the mechanics of it were good. I don't know. I just came out of, like, a string of pretty pretty awesome and different Splinter Cell games into that. And then I was like, nah, well, the next one. And then here we are, mm-hmm. still waiting five years later for the next one. So, The one that I think that <sighs> a ton of Sony people are waiting for still still isn't here freaking final fantasy 7 remake yeah like it's there's so much demand for it it has to come sooner or later and still nothing you know well they they announced that trailer way too prematurely i feel like because they hadn't i just read an article about this the other day they just now started development full-time development on it it was in oh, partial right. development before because of Kingdom Hearts, but, right? I believe so. I think that's what it was. Like, like we have to put to finish that. Yeah, everything onto one and then go to the other. Mm-hmm. Which so they weren't <laughs> even in full development for it. How long were you guys working on both of those? Was that why it <laughs> took so long? Yeah. Well, we'll see Final Fantasy VII probably by 2025 mm-hmm. at this point. So don't get your hopes up yeah. too high. Uh, Metroid Prime mm-hmm. announced at E3 last year. Metroid Prime Four. Uh, yeah, Nintendo's conference was just pretty lacking. It was all Smash Bros. Oh, and so Pokemon much this Smash Bros. Year. Holy cow! Too much Smash Bros. Too much was Smash it Bros. Like, it's like seventy percent of the conference was <laughs> Smash Bros. I felt like, and I, I felt like when when Smash was announced, I, I feel like it was just really stressed from the podium up there hey y'all better appreciate this because everyone is in this and we worked really hard and there aren't as many new characters because you guys wanted all the old people back we're like i was like should i should i feel bad that y'all are trying to do (laughs) make a smash here what's happening yeah it was it was a little bit of a weird vibe it was uh, yeah you're right it was almost like you better appreciate this yeah he seemed a little annoyed (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, I'll give them credit. There are a ridiculous number of people in Smash Bros. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. Eight more to ridiculous. come that haven't even been announced. What? Yeah, there's How? eight more. That's what I've heard. One of them better be Waluigi. Well, oh, my gosh. I think I think Waluigi's in it. And I think that they purposely didn't announce Waluigi because there's just it. it he wasn't one of the OG he hasn't been in it before, you know. I think they want. Oh, so he's like a new character. Exactly. Probably. He hasn't been in Smash, yeah. so he's going to be introduced. What what powers could Waluigi have that Wario, Mario, or Luigi doesn't have? It's the same thing, <laughs> only in purple. Yeah. Goes, <laughs> exactly. With a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> a crinkle mustache. Um. Uh, yeah. So that was that was a couple of them. Borderlands three. Come on, Gearbox. Where you at? Come on, just... Where you at? We already know. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Like that, <laughs> we know it's coming. Like, just show it to us. Just just, just give us a peek. There are uh, a lot of people I know looking forward to Borderlands, myself included. 
I played a little bit of the first three, mm-hmm. um, including but um, the pre sequel. Yeah, yeah. I hate that game. Let me say, I, <laughs> I really, really dislike Borderlands the pre sequel. I thought it was the weakest entry out of all of them. But Borderlands Two is like one of my favorite games, probably to have played um, co op games anyway. Yeah. Um, Borderlands One was solid. I love playing a zero with the sword and mm-hmm. the cool mask and everything. But uh, yeah, Borderlands Three, come on! I know that Rockstar doesn't do E3 very much. Not usually. Sometimes they'll announce at uh, the mainline, like Sony or Microsoft. Usually Sony's conference. Mm-hmm. But um, supposedly this year they announced behind closed doors some couple a couple things and showed new gameplay, uh, single player. So do you think do you think that could have been some details on Red Dead? Definitely, definitely. I think that uh, from what I read, it was like Polygon or something, and they were like, we we watched like a whole bunch of single player footage of Red Dead Two, so expect a new trailer probably in the coming weeks or something for it. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. That game is getting close, so we can probably see a lot more of that marketing machine spin up within the next month or two. It's coming out in October, right? Yeah, I want to say the twenty eighth. Mm. Well, the uh, another one that I'm surprised wasn't on your list was the Avengers game. Yeah, um, I'm I'm kind of curious where they're going with that, and I'm wondering. I, I just don't know. Is it I happening? I don't know about. I think that it's happening still, and they talked about it. It was talked about uh, the fact that they didn't show something, so that gives me the impression that it's still in development. Sure. But um, yeah, really strange. I'm wondering if it's just not as developed. Uh, as I think it probably should be at this point Mm -hmm. because of the trailer they showed last year. But it's very possible that all they had was that short CGI trailer and it was all still on paper, you know, and they hadn't developed anything for it yet. So do you think just announcing a partnership was the thing? Do you think it's going to be like uh, Ultimate Alliance? I don't. They already said it's going to be like a first person story driven Ah, adventure game. So I'm guessing maybe like swap characters maybe within the GTA same five fights or style? something. Uh? Yeah, maybe a little <laughs> bit, but not as freely. <laughs> but I'm thinking it'd be cool if you were to play like say like there's a massive battle. It's like you start out as Iron Man mm-hmm. and you work your way through his section doing his thing, then you swap over to Hulk, you smash some shit up, and then you go over to like Scarlet Witch or something, use some magic. And then at the end, you swap dynamically between them in like a huge battle or something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know. That would be I've awesome. Got like these grandiose visions <laughs> for what this game could be. And I'm going to be let down if they don't all. live up to it. Yeah. And I'm going to complain on the forums. <laughs> um, Watch Dogs 3. Oh, kind of surprised about that, man. Where's my Watch Dogs? Had to hurt you. <laughs> oh, that was my biggest. I fr- and I'm, I forgot about it until right now. <laughs> yeah, Ubisoft was kind of kind of a bummer this year because their stuff they had been bring, leaked already. Yeah, that was a huge oh, part man. of it. But they really they didn't bring anything. It was just like like knocking it out of the park. Like here's our heavy hitters for 2018, mm-hmm. 2019. Not, nothing really. Ugh, nothing, man. I was I was I was watching stuff. I was picking apart everything. And I was like, "Oh man, right there, you know, that's the sound effect that they use, but it was it's just Ubisoft and they swap, you know, <laughs> assets between their games." You'll get it. I know. You'll get it. It's just not this year. And I'm going to be crazy hyped for it when it does. I bet you it's a good thing. 
I bet you the next one's going to be huge. Yes, I mean, it takes a lot of time to recreate so. a city in like one one scale. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if they take like three years and do like the one in London that you had hypothesized mm-hmm. or you saw leaks of like all for it. Yep. I think that'd be real, real cool. Also, where was Titanfall three? So Titanfall is a good one to bring us into our next topic, which is total surprise announcements. Mm, yes. So ones that we didn't see coming at all. Now, this plays right into that because Respawn was recently pulled off. Well, not pulled off. They were told to shelve Titanfall temporarily. They fall under uh, EA's umbrella, so they got a Star Wars uh, game uh, to kind of work on, and we got that announced. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is coming from Respawn. And uh, they announced it will take place between episode three and four cool. when the Jedi are being hunted. Cool. Um, you get to play as a Padawan that escapes Order 66 and kind of like his adventure. So maybe I'm guessing his or her, it'll probably be like a choice you can make. Hopefully it'll be a choice you can make where you can customize your character a little bit or something. Yeah. I'm down for it. I <laughs> Me too. The, the coverage they did had uh, Andrea Renee and um, I forget the guy's name that she was interviewing. Uh, no no info or no no visuals or anything about it. Just her sitting with him in the audience going in the crowd. In yeah. the crowd going, Hey, so Star Wars, huh? And he's like, Yeah, you get to play as you get to play this game as a Jedi in between three and four and she's like yeah <laughs> great cool what else you got <laughs> so, I, so that, that'll be good um, from the point of view that Titanfall 2 is one of the best FPS campaigns I've played mm-hmm. in probably like the last five years ten years even mm-hmm. like it, it's really difficult for a studio I feel like to make a solid FPS like game with narrative and they just nailed it. Like Titanfall 2 is so good yeah. that I, I have a lot of faith in them to make make a really, really good, solid Star Wars game. Uh, I'm sure you've got a couple of surprise announcements that you want to talk about. Oh, here. boy. Let me tell you how many let times I have watched that 30 second trailer of just the announcement <laughs> of the words friggin Elder Scrolls 6. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> it was. I a, can almost hear you from here. It was a happy like, day, man. Oh, you're you're just like overjoyed, weren't you? I was. Oh, I lost it. I lost my free. I was. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't get to watch the conference, so I I followed live tweets, and I'm I'm lying there in bed, and I just like I think I hit Jenna unintentionally, and I was like, it's coming. They've announced it. It's <laughs> happening. I didn't think it was going to happen, and they're doing it. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know about you, but it looks like it's going to be Hammerfell. What do you think? It's possible. Um, could be that. It could be elsewhere. Um, it could be. It could be elsewhere. It could. I've, I've heard people thinking it could be somewhere else. Entirely, not even on that you know continent, but that would be cool. You know, a completely foreign land. Like, Heck yeah, something we know yeah. nothing about already. All about it, dude. 
That's a that's a cool theory. Mm-hmm. I like it. I mean, there's really no way to tell what it is. You know, well, it's yeah. just like the terrain. <laughs> <laughs> Man, people were picking that thing apart like they were using the um, the sh- <laughs> the the direction of the shadows, uh, comparing it to to the valley structure and like how the water came in on the side. They're like, oh, it's got to be this area. I was like. This is a oh, generic boy. area that they've created. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was like pre-rendered that they only made this mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> to make the trailer. Probably. <laughs> uh, one thing I'm really excited about that they also announced was Starfield. It's something oh, that's been heavily yes. rumored for such a long time. Oh, man. So Starfield is rumored to be the Fallout Elder Scrolls style game oh, yes. in the future. Uh, with space travel, space stations, mm. crazy space, sh- mm-hmm. aliens, space, mm. and space. Say more things so, like that. Oh, mm. uh, say more. <laughs> <laughs> space. Oh, man. Bethesda. Oh, man. Bethesda was my favorite, favorite conference. I wouldn't say they necessarily, like, quote, unquote, won the conference, which yeah. is, a, is, a, is a pointless designation anyway. You know, saying yeah. whoever won the conference, but that's fanboyism. Oh yeah, straight up. But they they had enough tasty morsels to keep me coming back for more. Mm, it was just mm, mm, that's good <laughs> stuff right there. It was good stuff. They had a very very good conference. I mean, they always do. Mm-hmm. So they've been doing this four years. All four years, I feel like have just been okay. I just said that, and then I remembered last year is just kind of meh. But Boo. all the rest of the years, <laughs> all were, the others. They were they were pretty great, and anytime you get Todd Howard out there, who once again is a nut job, <laughs> uh, he is he just he like lights up the stage. Um, I love his just kind of like cavalier attitude about it. You know, he's just very casual, and um, same thing with like Pete Hines, who is like their CEO mm-hmm. and like headlines the show every year. The best presenter at E3 so? out of anyone. Oh yeah, that he's just so calm and collected, and he just he feel it feels like he just belongs right there in front of everybody. <laughs> just like, are you guys ready to get this going? Like, this is gonna be great. Are you ready? We got so much cool stuff to show you. I can't wait to show you. This Let's stuff. all hang out it's together. Just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's just he's very chill and just very like well spoken and to the point. I like I like Pete Hines. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. He's a good dude. Seems like. Oh man. Then they announced Wolfenstein Young Blood. Oh. Yep. Oh. Yep. Do you think that it means Blaskovitz is dead for He's good dead, at that point? He's gone. There's yeah. there. I, I get. I, there's no more. There's no more. Bj. Um, I mean, it is forty years, or no? It's 1980. It's it's, it's only twenty years then. Yeah, it's twenty, 20 years. years after Wolfenstein too. Yeah. So I wonder. I mean, he wouldn't have died from old age. I don't know. Wonder if Anna's dead too. Maybe. Maybe they're Uh-oh. maybe they're living on the the moon base together. <laughs> the moon From, base. I think that was uh, New Order. They had the moon base. Oh yeah, there's some. Oh, you haven't finished. I haven't that finished game yet. it. I, j- I just got to the point where you can use the Enigma machine, so you can go. Oh really? Yeah. Oh man, you you got. I know. I got so much go. more to go. I was like, I gotta I gotta track down eight of these dudes. Shoot. So. Oh man, they just keep adding them too. Oh dang! Like, yeah, the whole game. You're gonna have like forty of them oh, by the time you're done. 
I was oh. like, oh, only eight? All right, I guess I'll crack these out whatever next time <laughs> yeah, I play just, through. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> Easy. But you play through Youngblood as the Blaskowitz twins. Um, so I think that'll be good because it'll give you the option of male or female character. You know? And Will it? I think so. You think so? Don't you do this to me, know. Blake Walker. You know something I don't know. <laughs> No, I just watching the conference. They made it seem like it's just his daughters. Like there is no uh, choice. Gotcha, like gotcha, gotcha. See, I didn't realize his... they were both girls. I thought that it was twins on purpose. I thought it was. Oh no, they're both girl. both chicks. Oh, just like um, uh, you know, Assassins Rome Odyssey. You can choose from male or female protagonist. Or male or female. Yeah, yeah. That was that was what I my think was cool. Brain went to. That was what I thought. But. I got you, just like Daddy. They're just like Daddy taught us. <laughs> they're they're very, very Blaskovitz in the way that they talk. Yeah, and stuff. It's it's cool. I like it. I want to talk about Gears Five real quick. Hold just, on, just Hold because on. I'm watching. Oh, you got more? Are you watching the trailer? I'm watching now? the trailer again for Elder Scrolls. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you another ten seconds though. Elder Scrolls Six. It's like I loved watching the conference because everybody's just like, "Yeah, for everything," and then just the very end that comes up and everybody's on their feet. And then all the rest of these posts are gifts that I threw in here. Oh man. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, Brian. Okay, so while Brian's indulging himself over there, (laughs) I want to talk about Gears 5. Oh, my gosh. Gears 5. Let's talk about it. Okay. Um, Yeah, didn't expect to see it. No, no. I thought maybe we'd get, like, key art or something. Mm -hmm. And, like, hey, it's coming. It's like, no, we have a full-fledged trailer with snippets of, like, different levels and everything. Yeah, like, like holy cow. I didn't think you guys would <laughs> share, give away that much, you know? No, they they are really, really pumping that game out. Like, I can't believe how fast or how far it's come on the development cycle that it has. And it almost makes me think that they were working on it a little bit overlapping with 4 or something because it just it looks way better than 4. Just like the I watched an entire like technical breakdown video today of like how like the Unreal Engine has advanced Mm -hmm. and how they're using it in Gears 5 and stuff like snow melting under people's footsteps and revealing like the terrain below it. And there's a lot of cool little technical things. Um, I'm really I'm not. okay. I'm going to preface this with I'm not into Gears anymore. I haven't been since three. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's how I I don't like it. Not that I don't like it. It's fine. And it still has a huge fan base. It's just not something I feel like playing really anymore. But um, one thing that's always bugged me is in Gears 2, they there's this section that you walk through, and it's almost like an internment camp or something, mm-hmm. and you don't know what it really is. Mm-hmm. And once you get through it, you find out that that's the place where the locusts like originated. That's where they were created. Mm. And then they just drop the storyline. And nothing more, yeah. They never revisit it. So when that trailer started out, and Kate, who is supposedly like the granddaughter of the Locust Queen or something like that Mm -hmm. from Gears 4, I don't know. She has that necklace with the the Locust emblem, and Marcus like grabs it. 
Yeah, and he's like, there's a place up in the mountains or whatever. Yep. It's like, that's the place he's talking about is that place that they were at in Gears 2. So, like, going back there and continuing that storyline from two games ago, I think it's cool. Yeah, cool. And play, playing as Kate, that's cool. Like, mix it up. You know, that's something the franchise needs is a little bit of a, a freshen up type thing because J.D. Phoenix is just Marcus Phoenix, but young. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? I mean, playing as him, he has a different personality, but it's just another big football guy in armor, pretty much. And then the pop mobile game. Oh, what man. are you even doing? What are you doing? Get out! Come of on, here. guys. That is just the most pandering. <laughs> we bull- We don't need that garbage. <laughs> all right. It's like pops. I don't know why people like them. I don't get. I, I don't, don't get the pop they're, thing. They're once you once you get one, you've broken the seal, and you have to get all of them. You know. Yeah, I mean, Destiny. I mean, I can't. I can't really talk. It's like, oh man, I don't understand. I don't get it. Like me two weeks ago, and now me like, bro, I'm gonna play when I get off yep. this thing. Like, yep. <laughs> played it all day today. Can't stop. Won't stop. It's, getting raid ready. It's pop culture, Beanie Babies. You know. Yeah. So. It's just a thing. At least it's only mobile. At least it's not like full-fledged console release. Oh, <laughs> this, man. this pop figure crossover Gears game no, that nobody wanted. <laughs> that, that'll work on all the consoles except for PlayStation. That's right. Ooh, we're going to talk about that, too. Mm-hmm. Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> Transition. <laughs> Transition. No, I, I got one more. All right, let's hear it. We got one more in the total surprises. Did you see the trailer for this man eater game? I did. <laughs> it really did. It caught me off guard. <laughs> I'm like, so they showed it, and I'm like, okay. It's from the developers that made that multiplayer game where sharks versus divers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, they're making the second one. Whatever. That's cool. Good for them. People are playing it. No. No, no, no. Nope. Then they bring the dude out on stage, and he's like, oh, this is a full fledged open world RPG <laughs> where you play as a shark and there's skill trees. Oh yeah, there's skill trees. Oh yeah. I'm like, I'm like what? what is this? He's like, you'll be able to jump up out of the water and eat people off of docks and be able to like attack boats and do all kinds of cool stuff. I'm like, what? what? What's even happening right now? There's a team of like 30 people Pouring their heart and soul and daily lives into making this. <laughs> maybe it'll be great. Maybe. Maybe yeah. it'll be great. I'm just cynical, but maybe it'll be great, you know? It's just weird. Like, I don't even... It seems like a cult classic <laughs> type thing, you know? Next one is... Cringiest Presentation. Oh, man. Cringiest Presentations. Every <sighs> year at E3, there are several winners for this. Sometimes it's all of them, yep. you know? Yep. Every Sometimes every conference is just like, oh, man, like they are like, who are they focused on? Who are they marketing to mm-hmm. right now? You know, um, it's like they either think people are idiots or they just overestimate like the enthusiasm they should show, the false enthusiasm. I don't know what it is. I don't but anyway, let's talk about this year. I'm sure you've got a couple moments that you can throw out there for this. I do. Why? Who was hired to plan the show for PlayStation? That is a great question. What happened? 
where I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed. I know. And let's be clear. Sony showed some incredible games at E3. This has, this has nothing to do with the games that they showed at E3. Exactly. This has everything to do with this <laughs> presentation that they put on. Just as a whole. As a whole. As a whole, it made no sense. Now, first thing was the banjo guy. The guy playing The Last of Us 2. And he's a very famous banjo player. Or so I'm told. You know, or so I'm told. <laughs> and... I'm not sure if we came in on a point on the stream where they were like finishing up something that was like you had to be there only type of event mm. that was happening and then they transitioned into the conference. No, so here's here's what it was. Um, my understanding of the situation was that the I don't I don't get the banjo, but that setting was meant to be ref reflective of the last of us two where they're dancing and they've got the lights strung you know and it's that flashback scene well they they show the trailer great and then they say now we're gonna do an intermission while we move people to where the rest of the conference is gonna be yeah what no what kind of planning is that no why would you like that's on purpose nightmare. why are you doing that why are you doing that? <laughs> so they cut to this panel of four people, one being the chief of PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. And they like they start talking about, oh, it's gonna be a great show. We're gonna show some great things, you know. Oh, how about how about this from the Last of Us 2 trailer? Oh great. You know, um, cool. Well, uh, we're running out of stuff to talk about. Let's just keep circling back around. Yep. And oh, are they ready yet? Uh, oh, no, not ready no, yet. Let's hmm. keep let's keep circling it back around. Oh, 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 oh they're finally taking their seats. Okay, let's go. Awkward pause for 10 seconds, and then they cut to the show. <laughs> it's like, what is this? I'll tell, I'll tell you who made that decision. It was, a, and this is, this is from my experience. This is not meant to bash anyone. That was a <clears throat> creative type with yeah. no logistical um, experience or... Um, my like technical, yeah, no technical like, mindset, no yeah, because and and they're they're probably somebody higher up who thought, you know what, you should do, you should do it this way, and they the technical people say, you're the boss, whatever you say, let's do it, I guess, and this is the end result that you have to go with, like, yeah. You need. <laughs> I mean, I can I can tell you for sure they'll never be doing it again. Oh, no doubt. No, yeah. Definitely won't ever set it up that way again. But it's uh, it was just very strange. So um, Sony tweeted out weeks before the conference, and they said these are the five games, whatever it was that we're showing. Don't get your hopes up for any surprises. <laughs> okay. Which is kind of a bummer. Well, yeah. Like up all front. right. Then why am I coming? Right, it's like them, you know, I mean, people did want to see Ghost of Tsushima. Spider-Man. They wanted to see Spider-Man. Yeah. They wanted to see Last of Us. Yep. People wanted to see the stuff they were showing. Death Stranding. Yeah. I mean, come on. Everybody wants to see that. But you would still hold out hope that even if there was like, like, ugh, it stresses me out 
that they didn't show the things that should have been like obvious. Like there's things that Sony needs to do if they want to stay on top. Yep. And it's like doubling down on their PSVR. We need PSVR titles right now. I feel like selling my PlayStation and my PSVR. Get rid of it. You don't need it. You got a PC. Right. Well, I mean, that's one thing, (laughs) but it's like, I already got it and I'd like to use it, but there's no games. Mm -hmm. There's no games that I want to play. Once I'm sick of Skyrim, once I'm sick of Rec Room, once I'm sick of Eve, there's nothing to do Mm -hmm. on that thing. And, you know, they have a design problem with the move controllers. There's no joysticks on them. If there was joysticks on the move controllers, come on, bring us another version. Yeah. Like, how hard would that be? You know, I'd I'd fork out another 60 bucks or something for a couple move controllers with joysticks because it would just enhance my experience with their PSVR Mm -hmm. so exponentially. So announce like some new hardware. Announce that even if they don't announce their intention to create new hardware or games for the hardware they've produced. It's like the PSP, PS Vita trap. Oh, man. They put out this thing that's capable of so much and then do nothing to support it afterwards. That's how I feel. Fly I feel on like that's own, how PSVR bird. is. <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense to me, man. And I, this would be like, the this is the moment. This is the moment where you come out and you say, here's everything. And they just didn't this year. Nope. They just didn't. It was just a bummer. And like I said, as soon as the conference was over, I'm like, I don't even want my PlayStation. I can make some money off my PlayStation. You made me want to get rid of my PlayStation. They did. And it's not that their games don't look great. I just personally don't care about playing any of them, you know? Mm -hmm. So for somebody like me that's like super casual in the PlayStation like arena, I just don't care. Yep. They didn't give me a reason to care this year. You lost it. It's gone, gone, gone. Yep. So they they had the banjo guy, the intermission. They had the the flute dude, who's apparently like one of the last remaining masters of that that instrument or something like that. <laughs> That's what they said. Yeah. And when I showed that video to Joey this morning, he had not seen it yet. Yeah. He goes, "What this guy learned to play this thing like a week before the show." <laughs> 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 and it's like he's probably playing it very well for how how the instrument's played. Yeah. But man, they bring out like a big band, like bring out an like an a orchestral giant section. underscore underneath him that just like yeah, yeah. That kind of lifts it up, gives it some body. Like it was just an awkward moment of a guy playing a flute alone on stage. Yep. <laughs> or a guy with like, a banjo playing alone on stage. Yeah, none of like neither one of those performances had like any gravitas. I felt like they were just very flat. And to at least the people watching on the stream, maybe it was different for the people that were there. It didn't like evoke the like emotional side of what I think they were trying to capture. Mm-hmm. Because those games are very emotional. They're supposed to be very narrative driven, you know, mm-hmm. get you get you in the heart type games. And I think they wanted to convey that and it just fell flat. See that's how I feel. And on the flip side of that Nintendo had a band, but they had the band play the music f- with gameplay behind them. So it was as if it was the music from the game itself. It was the new Mario plus Rabbids, Kingdom Battle, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Adventure. It's a DLC. So, yeah, 
those were those were kind of cringy moments or just moments where I was like mostly PlayStation. What? <laughs> it was a lot. I mean, that's not all of them. There was like EA's conference was just terrible oh, this year. Man. It was just bad. Was that the one where they had the guy on stage, like trying to get people to clap and nobody cared? Like he he stared people down and was like. Ah, uh, ah, uh, like, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. And she told I me guess. to. That's that's one thing that really bothers me about most of the conferences is like there's very notable parts like where they've written in the script that has now been put on the teleprompter that they're reading off of is it's got to say like applause. Yeah. Like in parentheses or something like they're expecting they're it. waiting for it. Yeah. And the people, the presenters like sit there and they wait for like one second too long and it gives mm-hmm. you the impression that they're expecting applause which makes you not want to applause yep. <laughs> or applaud even more <laughs> you know what it was it was during rage 2 it was the guy who um he i'm pretty sure the he band? was he was the head of rage 2 the guy with the super long hair um, oh man and they just stood there and he kept looking at people and waving both his hands going like Come, Come on. on! Come, Come on, on, clap for this. People have worked really hard for this. Like, ooh. Yeah, and there was there's this awkward moment between those two guys as well. You probably remember or maybe you didn't see this. I watched I maybe watched through that part of it. Okay. Where they were they were talking and the one guy made a comment to the <laughs> taller guy. And then he he gave him a look mm-hmm. like it was supposed to be sarcastic or something. Mm-hmm. And then kind of like was taken aback for a second, kind of like he was going to say something yeah. as a retort, but then decided not to, yeah. and then looked back at the guy with another sarcastic look, yeah. and then back at the crowd, and, then, and at this point, it's been like 10 full like, seconds of him doing What do we nothing. do? What happens now? <laughs> and it's like, are we are we missing something, or <laughs> is like this part of it? I don't know. Oh, it was, it was, it so was really kind of weird. It was so bad. That was probably... To me, that was that was probably the cringiest. Like the the yeah. PlayStation stuff was just really poorly executed. That was the the cringe moment for, for me. Yeah, and um, the other one I took note of was Ubisoft when they had Trials come out. Uh, the guys developing Trials, and they had the track suits on, the racing suits, not the track suits. They brought like a ridiculous amount of energy to the stage that people just were not responding to. So, yeah, they do this faux, like, falling thing. Because Trials is all about your rag doll, and, like, the best part is when you fly off the bike and, like, ridiculous things happen to your body. Mm-hmm. And you hear your guys scream, like, ah! Yeah. Ah! <laughs> it's like doing flips off the map and stuff. I don't know. Trials is cool. They were way more jazzed than anybody else in the crowd was about Trials, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so that was a little bit cringy. I felt like watching it. Uh, you have any more cringy moments before we move on again? No, let's let's just go. Let's get out. Okay, <laughs> we're just we're just moving on. Um, so most look forward to after the show, after you've seen pretty much everything coming out within the, I guess the end of the year, mostly next year, the beginning of the year seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my list, real quick. Obviously, Halo. It's probably gonna be two years before we see that, though. Yep. Um, Super Mario Party, we already talked about. Super Smash, already talked about that. Um, big one, I feel like we're going to talk about a lot probably, is Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think their intro into the Xbox presentation with like the screen getting hacked 
and like then it going straight into the trailer was one of the coolest outros of any like presentation. Mm-hmm. They they actually ended on a high note, which doesn't happen. Yeah, especially for Microsoft, very often it's usually just Phil Spencer like today we've shown you. Xbox does Xbox this Xbox yeah. Xbox, Xbox Future Xbox, Xbox <laughs> best place to play streaming crossplay Xbox it's like yeah great clap and we're gone but this was like a huge like punch and just like got everybody pumped everybody was has been waiting to see this game in action and I was not disappointed by it at all I am still it's still top of my list most anticipated game for the next like year or so mm-hmm. Um, CD Projekt Red, probably my favorite developer in the entire industry, honestly. They just make good they quality just, they, stuff. They make, yeah, they just make such good stuff. They're such good storytellers. They put their heart and soul into everything that they do. And they are their own thing. They don't answer to a major publisher, mm-hmm. you know? So, I don't know. That's That's my short list. I'm sure there's more. But right now, those are what I'm really looking forward to. Uh, Microsoft announced... At the, I mean, they confirmed at the conference that they are making a new console. Obviously, I mean, you know they're making another a new console, but it was just interesting that he confirmed it, like, at the conference, saying, yes, we are working on the console, and then it's just, what? And left it at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was, I think that was to quell fears that they're not going, like, the PC route sure that they're not gonna not support the Xbox going forward or something that makes sense because I think that idea has been in people's heads you know like well they're just gonna start selling me a real low spec PC why not or a lower spec PC yeah I mean why not yeah you're right I mean really it, the Xbox is just a Windows 10 device like anything else mm-hmm. just with the user interface plastered over the front so I, I don't know I think yeah that was just to reiterate no, we're not giving up on consoles. We're going to make more. The streaming thing really got me where you're going to be able to stream console quality games on any device. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Uh, including your phone and stuff like that. Like, And their AI technology that's going to make AI characters more lifelike mm-hmm. than anything else. Super cool advancements. Wish we had more info, like you're saying. But and they picked anyway. up a ton of studios. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. They really did five of them man may, and yeah. one is one that they're creating themselves called the initiative yeah which yeah, is a yeah. great name for a studio <laughs> the initiative uh i'm excited for smash as much as they pounded it into the ground um i'm you know i'm ready for smash i'm ready for mario party um spider-man i think is going to be great kingdom hearts just i just want i want that experience to be done with kingdom hearts i want it to be i i want the cap on the experience i want it to be done and i want to stop going well what's gonna happen next you know because maybe i'll wait you know how 10 years is that how long oh man ridiculous um elder scrolls i know it's not coming i i know i know it's not coming for a long time but i'm i'm already on board and ready just like i'm sure all all the other uh, Elder Scroll fanboys are like, I just want it, and I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> I just want it. It makes up for when Cyberpunk came on, and I thought that it was Watch Dogs, and I got hyped, and then I went, ah, oh, 
Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. I can accept this. Um, Wolfenstein. Again, I know we mentioned that. Um, Division 2 was announced. Just I just am scrolling through things real quick here. Um, if the Division is your thing, awesome. You, It looks like you're going to get more Division. Um, <laughs> shout out looks th- like you're going to get more. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the Tomb Raider. Um... I looks good. I want to. I want to get into that. I want to get into the, the Tomb Raider games. I haven't played through those yet. Dying Light Two, which makes sense because Dying Light went on super on sale uh, about a month or so ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Just Cause. No, it's the wrong thing. Yeah, did they talk about Just Cause Four? Yeah, they did. Just Cause Four. Um, definitely coming. Looks pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, they talked about it a lot, I want to say, at the Xbox conference. No, at the uh, PC conference. Mm-hmm. They talked about it more That's than right. anything. Um, yeah, looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Looks looks like Just Cause, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, Days Gone. Jeez, again. <laughs> they, they didn't show it, did they? Uh, did they talk about it? I don't even think they mentioned yeah, Days, Days Gone. Yeah, Days Gone E3 2018 official trailer. You posted that. Hey! It was at PlayStation, February 22nd, 2019. That. It may have just gotten a release date. Oh, you know what? No, I remember now. I remember seeing it. Now. There's like a chick, like, or a zombie chick, like, screaming mm-hmm. on the... Yeah. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, so that's coming. Uh, Hitman 2. That's cool. Anthem! Yeah, still excited for Anthem. It's not at the top of my list like it was. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be good, but... At this point, I got to be really, really realistic about the games I'm going to buy because I'm not going to have time or the money mm-hmm. to buy all these, to play all these. Anthem, it's it's a game service type game mm-hmm. where it's just going to be added on over time, and it's huge, and there's so much to do and so much to collect and see. And yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to have time to play Anthem. Ah, you'll honestly. buy it. It'll go on sale. If it's on sale, then yeah, I'm all about it, man. I'm all over it. That's, uh, oh, and yeah, we talked about Assassin's Creed. Um, Doom, Eternal. Eternal, yep. Bethesda, man. Bethesda just had so much good stuff. Yep. Announced a couple new VR games as well, which was cool. I don't think, uh, I don't think anybody else announced VR games at E3. Uh, well, there was, uh, there was one, there was one at Sony. It was, it's got a weird name. It's like Deracine. It's made by the it's made by the Dark Soul creators. I don't remember seeing anything about that. Yeah, it's I think it was really short. Those were pretty much the big things. Yep, I mean overall it it was just an okay year. Yeah. You know, and and like you said earlier like nobody won. That's that shouldn't be a thing people winning yeah. E3 like they all had high points, they all had low points. Um overall some did do a little bit better than others, but we all win in the end. That's right. We're all we win something awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we're the ones that won E3. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm ready for next year. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All 
right, guys, that was E3 2018. Hopefully you liked our coverage this year better than our 2017 E3 coverage, which was just way too much. We know that, and uh, we're sorry. So hopefully you enjoyed this year. If you did, follow the link in the description. Join us on Discord in the Bit by Bit Hangout community. We have a ton of cool people in there now. Our number is rapidly approaching 100 people. Uh, just hanging out, having a good time, talking to each other. Uh, we have a spot in the Discord for listener feedback. So if you have some opinions, if you don't like our opinions, uh, if you think we're wrong, call us out. Come into the Discord, hit up that listener feedback uh, channel, and let us know what you think. We'll get back to you, I promise. In addition to that, check out our bit-by-bit -bit streamers streaming every single week. Uh, find Tit Finley on Twitch. Find Average Zach 1993 on Twitch. And also, our newest streamer, Day Day. Gotta give a shout out to our guy Jazar for all the music used in this episode. Copyright information can be found on our website, bitxbitpodcast.com. We will be back two Tuesdays from now with more hot content, so make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss a thing. We will see you guys next time. Thanks again. See ya. Elder Scrolls 6! Oh, man. Give it up. <laughs> 2022. <laughs> and then until 2030, they'll port it to every yep, device yep. on the market.